Hey, I'm Darian Harvin, and here are three stories you need to know about today. People are organizing protests and vigils across the country in solidarity with Charlottesville, Virginia. White supremacists gathered in the college town for the Unite the Right rally, and protests turned really violent over the weekend. Violence broke out between white nationalists and counter-protesters, resulting in one death after a car plowed into a crowd of anti-racist demonstrators, and at least 19 people were injured. A state police helicopter also crashed while responding to protesters, killing two officers. BuzzFeed News reporter Blake Montgomery has been on the ground in Charlottesville. We have him on the line to talk about what exactly is happening. And to be clear, we're recording this on Sunday evening, so things might change by the time you hear this. Blake, I think the first thing I want to talk about is who exactly is in Charlottesville right now. The Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville was a white nationalist rally comprised of old school KKK groups as well as newfangled alt-right groups versus a pretty diverse coalition of leftists. There were Antifa, short for anti-fascist activists. Um, Those are the radical leftists who were most likely engaging in the fighting. There were a lot of preachers, there were disgruntled Charlottesville residents, and there were kind of normal lefties from around the country. So, Blake, I know that you have been covering these protests at least for the past year, you know, since Trump has been elected. And so I'm curious to know the climate in Charlottesville. How does it compare or not compare to what you've already seen at these rallies and at these gatherings? It's more tense because someone is dead. Tell me what you've seen from just to kind of like paint some color of what it's like to actually be there and to to witness these rallies in these confrontations going on. The rally was supposed to start at noon on Saturday. I got there at 10.30 and fighting was already in full swing. People were beating each other with flagpoles, throwing rocks at each other, throwing balloons filled with paint and more pepper spray at this rally than I've ever seen before. Let's talk about Trump's response to what's been going on in Charlottesville. Donald Trump gave this statement that a lot of people said was equivocating on the issue. He said that he condemned violence and hatred and bigotry from all sides and said we needed to unite as Americans. The immediate response to his statement was, you didn't condemn these people specifically. And we know that Trump will go after someone specifically. I saw a tweet that said he's been harder on Mitch McConnell in the past 24 hours than the KKK, which is accurate. It's like not untrue. What should we expect from here? I think this only gets more tense and the stakes get higher and things get heightened from here. So a resident of Charlottesville said today after a failed press conference by a white nationalist, we saw the outlines of a civil war yesterday. I mean, the stakes are already huge because someone died. Like that has not happened at Mm -hmm. any of these other rallies. Yeah. I mean, just like the death of a person in this culture war, like makes it just ratchets things up to another level. 24 people have died in Kenya related to protests and clashes with police over their presidential election. Late Friday night, it was announced that current president Uhuru Kenyatta would be reelected. The Kenyan National Commission on Human Rights is accusing police of using excessive force against people who are protesting. Before the results were announced, Raila Odinga, who was Kenyatta's biggest opponent, claimed that hackers had compromised the election and the whole process was a fraud. When his supporters protested, their tire burning and stone throwing was met with tear gas and gunshots by law enforcement. 
Odinga said in a CNN interview Saturday morning that while he and his party had called upon his supporters to remain calm in the election's aftermath, he couldn't control them. Bruno Mars is giving $1 million to Flint water crisis efforts. He announced the donation after his concert on Saturday night in a suburb right outside of Detroit. The money will go to the Community Foundation of Greater Flint, and it'll come out of his revenue from the sold-out concert that's a part of his 24K Magic Tour. For more of these stories, download the BuzzFeed News app.